Example number one. You look crap today. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> no, it's not mean, it's just... It is. It's how it is. You look bad today, uh, sorry. You're such a jerk! What's wrong with you? I mean, I'm a good friend, yeah. so I'm gonna tell you, you have a stain on your shirt, oh. your face is open, oh and you God. have a booger. Oh. So yeah, you look off, you look bad. Sorry. <laughs> Example number two. Can I ask you something? Yeah, sure. Are you in love? Why are you asking? <laughs> the food is way too salty. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, but thanks for the feedback. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, I am in love. Example number three. Sorry, um, I, I, I really don't want to be rude, okay? Um, yeah, what's wrong? Well, nothing actually. <laughs> oh, come on, tell no, me. No, it's not that important. Me. Well, you know, you're such a great person. I really appreciate you, you know that? Spit it out, just spit it out. Uh, you know, it, um, yeah, it takes me a lot of courage. <laughs> yes. But you smell. Boom, you smell. <laughs> Criticism sometimes hurts like a knife, you know? Some words in our lives have hurt us, and it was the words of critics in our lives. Do you have any critics around yourself? Okay, you know those people? They are everywhere. Maybe it's even you. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about how to handle criticism, how to deal with critics. And I want to welcome everybody who's watching online. Let's give a big hand also to the microchurches in Bali, Africa. So great to have you with us. And of course, even a bigger applause for everybody here. Thank you for being here. It's also okay to celebrate yourself, okay? <laughs> We're gonna talk so much about criticism. It's also good to, to clap and to encourage ourselves. Criticism sometimes is really like a knife or even a sword. That's the word of the Bible. And if you um, move yourself in your um, surroundings, you have people around you like friends, and oftentimes their friends, they kick you, they say, you stink, or I don't like you, I don't like, like your clothes, that's what we heard. Um, I, revel, I even think you have big challenges in your life, and they, they just uh, sting around you, they push you, they criticize you, and you don't feel comfortable. And it's even worse in the, worse in the family, because in the family, normally, you're so close that you say everything and without a filter. You know that in the family? It's really sometimes very hard. So that's why oftentimes in the family area, you're the most hurt because of criticism. And it, it goes all and all again. And it's normal because you're so close together, it repeats itself, it repeats itself again. And I, I realized also in my life, I hurt my wife almost the most of everybody else because I don't change in, in certain areas. So. In a family area, oftentimes the knife is really the worst. Criticism is really hurting, so we, we, we kick each other, we, we, um, we challenge each other, we box against each other, and sometimes it goes that far that we say, I can't stand you anymore, I want to leave you. 
So criticism really destroys relationships. It can go that far that you destroy each other. So it's a big power in our hands, the weapon of criticism. The Bible says the following verse in Proverbs 12, the words of the reckless pierce like swords. So that's one side of the criticism. Let's change to the other side. But the tongue of the wise brings healing. So let's put the knife aside and change to the positive side of criticism. Criticism can really be uplifting if it's used in a good way. Michael, please join me on the stage. Let us see how does criticism bring healing in our life. Let's start with me. Sometimes our life feels like really small, wrinkled, <laughs> just worthless. And criticism is also has got the possibility to pump you up. This tank here is full of positive words. It can bring you up if your wife says, you're so wonderful, you're awesome. It will pump you up so far that you are lifted up from the ground. You're not even wrinkled again uh, anymore. You, you're pumped up and you stand in your life and you feel really strong, yeah? If friends encourage you, they speak wisdom into your life, they speak truth in your life, then all of a sudden you're not wrinkled anymore, but you stand and you're ready for challenges, okay? So this is the other side of criticism. On one side, it is like a sword. On the other hand, it brings healing and lifts us up. To start with, I wanna make a very easy statement. Criticism is part of our life, of our lives. It never goes away. You can do whatever you want to do. You, there's always some critics who will criticize you. Already Aristoteles said the same thing. If you want to get rid of critic, criticism, let's read it. Either you do nothing, you don't say anything, and you are nothing, okay? That's the only way to avoid criticism in your life. You just feel like a mouse in your little hole and you're nothing. And even that is wrong because people will call you forward, come out, show yourself. So there's always critics. I realized that um, throughout the last two years um, with my haircut, you know. For those of you who have been here for uh, years in ICF Zurich, you realized Michael's hair is really growing. Yeah, it's growing like your hair as well. It's, there's nothing special. So there were critics, critics around me, they said, you know, in ICF, I don't like that all the pastors, they have the same haircut, they have short hair on the side and a bit of style on top. I don't like that, that's boring. They feel like stylers. Now I have long hair, a really different haircut. Sometimes I even take it together here and people said, you can't do that as a pastor. It looks awful. I don't like it. So I realized whatever I do, there's always a critic around me. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Or on the other hand, I have a big ring on my finger today. And I really put it on purpose because people have written me um, emails because of this ring. And they said, it's not possible. You can have a ring like that as a pastor. It's a snake. And the snake is a symbol of evil. So people, they don't really see what I wear, but they write critic words. And it's okay, but I will talk about it later. So whatever you do, whatever you say on stage, people will write about your ring, not about the contact. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's happening, <laughs> no problem. So whatever you do, maybe you're a woman and you have children and you come to a party and people ask you, what do you do for a living? And then many, peop many women get a bit, um, you know, more concentrated than before. They say, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm a family woman, I'm a family manager, I try to bring the right words. And people say, what? You don't work? You don't work? And it's like a sting in your heart because you do work, but you don't work uh, to earn money. You work with your children at home. But if you say, on the other hand, you know, I have, uh, I have a job next to my family. I work um, hours or even 50, 80%. People say, what? Do you hate your children? You're such a bad mother. So either ways, there's always critics in your life. You realize that. So, we made that point clear. So how do I deal with criticism in my life? Before we um, go into this question, I want to just take you in a small theory part. And we say, what is actually criticism? You see it on the screen. Criticism is the evaluation of a matter or action using an objective or subjective standards. Okay? There are four ways of criticism. We had, we already talked about the first two um, ways or, yeah, ways of criticism. The first one is the constructive one. The constructive one is the, the spirit of God, the spirit of God, or lifting each other up, you know. This is a constructive criticism. The destructive criticism is the knife, as we read in the Bible. So this Bible verse, the first one, um, puts the two ways of criticism. Now I want to read a second verse, and it shows us there's two more ways um, of criticism. In Hebrews chapter 13, it says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily, as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. I think this verse is not on the screen, but it's an important one because it says, encourage each other daily. In Greek, it says the word parakleo, and it stands for encourage and also for challenge, like exhort each other. It's the same word. So the other ways, the two ways of criticism today is the positive way, the encouragement, and the other way that we exhort each other. So if we look at that in the theory as a matrix, we have the constructive positive way. We love that, okay? That's the best way of criticism. People say, you're amazing. You're the best guy I've ever seen. You're just the best lover. You're the best husband, the best wife, whatever. My best friend, we love that. It's so uplifting. Then the constructive negative way, this is our focus of the message today. How can we challenge people? in a negative part of their character, of what they do, in a constructive way, even things are negative. The destructive positive is actually a bit seldom, but it also happens. For example, you can even say a positive thing about the person in a destructive way. You say, Dan, you have such an awesome closing style today. It even covers up the challenges of your body. 
Yeah, you don't like that, no? It's, it's really, that's a destructive way to say something positive about a person. So let's leave that out. And the, the other one, destructive negative way, we're going to see that. We're going to hear about that next week in the message of Pastor Leo. If there, there are people in our lives, they want to destroy us. So today we focus on how to give constructive critic about a negative um, words or negative action around us. How can we do it? I want to read another verse to you that gives us the right attitude to, to, towards criticism. In Proverbs 15 it says, whoever heeds life-giving correction will be at home among the wise. So if you accept criticism, you will be at home among the wise. Those who disregard discipline despise themselves, but the one who heeds correction gains understanding. Do you hear those, those um, prophecies about your life? If you accept criticism, you will gain understanding, you will gain also wisdom. Wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord and humility comes before honor. It takes an attitude of humility. I want to show it to you on the blackboard here. If uh, criticism comes into your life, <laughs> there's a criticism and it hits your life. I want to make that really big. Your life is really big, okay? And it's a balloon today. <laughs> you see that balloon? This is you, okay? Criticism comes towards you. What is your reaction if criticism hits you? Normally in our lives, we have two ways how we react. In one way, we reject it. You know, we try to, re to attack, attack the attacker. Attack the attacker. We just protect ourselves by saying bad words to the other one. If he says, you know, I don't like you, you say, I don't like you either. You're even worse, okay? If the attacker arrives, we attack even more. That's a way to protect ourselves. Another way we can do, we just hide ourselves. You know, we, we cover ourselves or so we, we withdraw from the criticism because we are really small and we, are, we can be hurt very easily. We're like a balloon with a thin skin, you know, <laughs> so we have to hurt, uh, we have to protect ourselves and we withdraw ourselves and we get critic against ourselves, over emotional, and that's what often happens to me. I realized I'm not the re-attacker, but I'm often going inwards and I think about every critic, criticism quite a lot and I say, what is wrong with me? Why did I do that? And in our marriage, it often just comes against each other. My wife is more like an attacker person and I'm more like a rejecting, withdrawing person. And you know, both of us, we miss the point because if you just try to protect yourself, you will miss the content of the criticism because oftentimes criticism is really good. You need it. You need to get people around you who lift you up. And if you just protect yourself, you will miss the point. So what do we need? We actually need the point of view God has about our lives. And it's hopefully, it's more and more God's view about our life than our own view about ourselves. We have to get a little bit of a distance 
and take on the point of view God has on my life, and then we realize I'm loved, I'm beautiful, God loves me, and then we are open to accept criticism. And out of the point of view God has, we are able to react in a good way. Okay, this is a theory part. Then, what is it like in your life? Please tell us an example. Thank you, Michael. Hey, uh, yes. So, um, I love to uh, lead the ISF College, and one pro pro program we have is, is the internship. So, we have 12 interns every year coming here for one year. And uh, just before the new interns arrived, I sat together with the others, uh, interns who finished, and said, like, hey, let's do a feedback round. The week before, uh, we had a round where they shared what God did in this year, and it was really encouraging, and I left home, and I'm like, oh, this was awesome. The week after, feedback round. And it started really well. We had like this round and I started to take notes because I wanted to learn. I want to learn. I want to get better. I know I want to improve that program. But then suddenly I realized now it starts to get really personal. It starts to really like uh, get to me. And I started to defend myself. They said, for example, like, hey, uh, you know, we would love to have more, a bit more education in, in a better kind of like ratio to work. And we want to feel more equipped. And I'm like, but you guys, don't you see what, what we do for you? <laughs> you know, like the, 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 the attacking, you know, like trying to defend myself. And it um, was not really great reaction of my side. And then I went home and then actually was discouraged. And I'm like down on myself. So I went through both things in, um, in, in that feedback round. But then I realized, you know what? Um, their feedback is actually good feedback. And I actually want to improve that because I want that they feel really equipped. So um, I said, let's do that, take that on board. And I'm really happy that now we can even more implement more teachings and we have a leadership tracks extra for the interns so they can really be more equipped. So I was realized I'm really happy for their feedback, even though in the beginning it was difficult. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> awesome. I think you can cope with it. Yes, give a hand to him. I'm sure you can cope with it. There's a fight inside of us. Oftentimes when criticism comes towards our lives, we just resist it, we withdraw from it. And then we go into this fight for the vision God has for our lives and out of it we can react in a proper way. And this is a key, I think, to, to be really um, smart by ha in handling criticism when we submit under God's will. That's what we read in the verse. I'm gonna just read again. It says, um, wisdom's instruction is to fear the Lord and humility comes before honor. So how, just in a very short way, how can we um, really, yeah, cope with criticism? The first point, separate the me from the do. Oftentimes we just take criticism so personal. We take it really personal because we, we are what we do. Do you think that is a healthy way to look at your life? You're not what you do. Of course, a lot of your heart and of your efforts is in it. That's what Dan talked about. You worked really hard then to, to make it possible for the interns to, to grow in this year. But you are not what you do. You're much more than what you do because God sees you even just just um, greater than that. So separate the two from the R, from you, from the me. 
Then secondly, uh, put myself in the critic's position. Sometimes we go through our lives and we don't realize that nobody even gives us a feedback. And you walk one week, two weeks, three weeks, and you don't realize your blind spots. And it's really a gift if someone around you makes the effort and takes the effort to go for this area, to bring a feedback into your life because he sees you, she sees you, and she wants to lift you up normally. Of course, there's also destructive feedbacks, destructive criticism, but if you go in the life and the, in the eyes of the other person, you think, wow, I can be thankful that someone takes the effort to give me a feedback. I love it because people make me better. And this is the third point. You can be thankful because you see every criticism as an opportunity to grow. Once you, are, uh, once you have this humility before God, you say, God, make me better. I want to be more like Jesus day by day. So everything people show me about my life that I haven't seen yet, it makes me better. It's a possibility. It's an opportunity to grow. And so even I realized that most of the time, it's not the perfect constructive feedbacks that are really the best ones. Oftentimes, it's the destructive and not really well-formulated uh, feedbacks that I get that really have a point of truth in them. And I want to challenge you that even when criticism comes towards you in a destructive way or in a strange way, try to find the nugget in it. Because this is, the, this is just the attitude of a, um, of a demütig, of a humble lifestyle. And then you can learn from every criticism that comes your way. Fourth, um, check the content of every critic, criticism. You know, normally there comes criticism in a destructive way or constructive way, but just go before God with what you heard. And I think this is the key point to really deal with criticism, to fight, to show, hey God, that's what I heard, what do you think about it? Maybe you ask a friend, you show your wife, your husband, your best friends, and they say, people told me that I am too, I don't know, too boring, or that I oftentimes hurt them by bad words. What do you think? Have you seen that in my life? And when you just ask people who have another point of view on your life, you can become smarter, and you can take the right reaction on criticism. And that's the fifth thing, react appropriately to criticism. You know, there is criticism you should take distance from, and you say, thank you, but that has nothing to do with me, because there's maybe destructive, negative criticism that wants to destroy you. People who say negative words, then you just draw a line and say, that's nothing with me. That hasn't do anything with me. But there's always, not always, but oftentimes, it's just you can go and say, thank you. Thank you that you took your time, that you fought for a point of view of God for my life, and you talk wisdom into my life. I hope that helps you. I want to go to the second part that's really a shorter part. And this is the question, how can we give constructive criticism. How can we give it? You know, we heard the words of a reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. How can we lift up people in our uh, family, in our friendships? 
And I want to show you almost exactly the same uh, drawing here. Maybe you see um, some deeds, people who do um, any actions, you know, you see an action around you, you see someone who works, or you hear words people say, and it comes towards you, you're the balloon, then it almost does the same thing in your life, like criticism. You maybe have um, resistance in yourself, withdrawal, you say, wow, I don't want to say anything, or the other, uh, the other reaction is that you <laughs> grab your knife and you say, if he does that, I will destroy him, okay? That is the first one, resistance. You, you just start to attack instead of give, giving a good criticism. And the other way is to withdraw and say nothing. And I realize that is happening a lot in our society, that people either ways, they take the knife, and that's what, what's happening in the, in the uh, social media oftentimes. People attack you really badly. And on the other hand, people just shut up and they ignore you. And that's just without any love. They say, if it's okay for you, I leave you that way. Is this love? It's ignorance. And we often are just used to be ignored. So if you see any um, actions, if you get any words, things you want to criticize, you have many reactions inside of yourself. You can shut up because you're an egoist. You know, egoism can, can keep us away from giving a good criticism because you think, if I lift this guy up, he will even be better than me. <laughs> Who wants that all the others are better than me and you have a fear inside of you that you will be the shortest one amongst your friends. You will be the, the less important person in your family and around all the employees. Nobody will see you because you lift everybody up. Is this the way God sees your life? No. God has always enough for you. So another thing is that we have fear. We think if we give a feedback to our boss, maybe, he will just get, get rid of us. He will, <laughs> he will send you out of the company. And there's oftentimes like hierarchic, hierarchical um, relationships and we shut up because we are afraid of losing the job, of um, killing um, a relationship. And that's, that's really bad things. That's also ungodly things that happen in here. And you, I hope you feel it. There's ungodly ways to see it, and there's godly ways to see it. And there's a big fight going on inside of ourselves. And if we get the view God has for this person in our friendships, in family, then we give a constructive criticism that will help people around us. You see, it's almost the same, the same thing. Things happen inside of us, and we fight for it, and Please, be a person who fights for the, for the view God has over the people in your neighborhood, in your families, and in your friendships. I want to finish today just by inviting you to take on the point of view God has for your life. Because it's so, it's so important that we accept criticism. It's a way Jesus lived. He said, let us be people who have become more and more like Jesus himself. You know, he invites us to be more and more like him. When Jesus talked about the Holy Spirit, 
he used exactly the word parakleos, the word we read before, encourage each other, challenge each other, it's the same word. We lift each other up by giving positive, constructive, and also negative, constructive criticism, because that's the way we become more and more like Jesus. Not only in the church, but also the, where you work, in your workplace, in your family. Let's be people who fight for this point of view God has, for, for a godly view over people around us. And that is what love is. That is what God showed us. It's a way God sees you. And you don't give it just, you don't have it just inside of yourself. It's something we have to fight for. And that is my main point today. Let us fight for the point of view God has, for his vision over our friends and our family. I wanna give you just a minute for yourself and uh, in German, we have this WWW feedback. <laughs> it doesn't make sense in English, but we put it up anyways. So for the end here, um, it's the, in English, maybe you show me, it's the PEW feedback. There's a perception you have, it gives an effect and a wish. Maybe there's someone in, around you where you see he's um, acting in a strange way or there's a challenge in his life this person doesn't see. And you could help this person by giving them your perception. And you can tell them, I see in your life that you could be, take more out of it by dressing more beautifully. Just an example. I don't know how you could uh, see it. Or I, I, let's take another example, like the small group example. <laughs> it's easier. <laughs> it's a strange way to say it. <laughs> In the small group, sometimes people come late, okay? So you can say, my perception, I see you come late. And the effect, if, um, the effect it has on me, it, it tells me it's not so important for you. And my wish is that you try to be on time or you text us before you arrive late, okay? A very easy, simple example. <laughs> so maybe now you think about the person in your family, friendships, or at your workplace. What is God's perspective over this person? And how could you help this person just become more like Jesus? Just take a minute, it's a very practical message, and then we will pray for the two, three things we talked about today, but now it's just the focus. Jesus, show us a person in our friendships, in our family, at the workplace, whom we can help by giving them a practical feedback with a perspective of God. Holy Spirit, today we allow you 
to use us. I allow you today to use me to bring your godly perspective to my friends, my family, people at my workplace, people I meet in the street, people in the church, friends, in the small group. I allow you to use me. And Jesus, I decide to take on the fight for a godly perspective. I don't want to react just out of my fear, out of my egoism, out of my rejection, withdrawal, whatever, whatever is inside of me. Jesus, I want to react in a godly way. And I ask you to, to talk to me today, to, to give me insight of your plans, of your perspective over people around me. Jesus, I want to get rid of this critic view that is destructive and I want to change into a constructive way. And I, I'm also, Holy Spirit, I give you allowance to speak to me through criticism that came my way from, from other people. I want to allow you to, to talk to me through the voices of my friends, my family, people at my workplace, people in the church, in my small group. I allow you to talk to me, Jesus. And even if it comes in a strange way, I want to unwrap it and realize what is inside what is what of a beauty is inside that will lift me up that will heal me that will make me more like you jesus i want to accept criticism and jesus i also want to draw the line there where people hurt me where criticism is not part the content of criticism is not part of my life where it's not godly i just take go on a distance and I reject it in Jesus' name. I want to forgive people who hurt me. But Jesus, make me better. I want to be part of a family, part of a church that will lift me up and make me teachable, make me a person that really can handle criticism in a godly way. Thank you for the gift of relationships, community we have here in the church and use it Jesus use this potential we don't want to be like the world who attacks people just attack or ignore us because nobody takes the price on itself on himself or herself to take on God's perspective that is the way love takes that is the way you did Jesus you paid such a high price for my life. Amen. Hey, thanks for watching. Hey, our passion for people is that we see them grow in their relationship with Jesus, live fearlessly and influence their people and the surrounding in a positive way. And if you would like to be part of that vision, we thank you so much for your financial support because that would make it possible. I hope that this message spoke to you really. And if you don't have subscribed to our channel, please do this. And it's always a big blessing. Maybe you know some people in your neighborhood 
salute or in your friendship, the that podcast could be a very, very cool thing. Just share the link because it's pretty, pretty easy. And I'm looking forward to see you again. Tune in and God bless you and see you soon. Bye-bye.